doing to create your dream life or your best self? Why do we see some thrive through challenges while others struggle? Welcome to Effort, a podcast where I talk about the main Fs in my life that have helped me in creating my best self. Faith, family, forgiveness, food, fitness, and formula. Hi, my name is Amy Ledeen, and most would say that I've had my fair share of struggles, whether it was placing my baby for adoption at 18, facing my marriage-ending affair, or battling stage four cancer for almost seven years, it's safe to say that I've been through a lot. Join me as I take you through my story, my journeys, and share with you the tactical strategies every single week that will help you thrive and overcome anything you face. That's right, I'm gonna show you how to create a future self that you'll be proud of. So buckle up, get ready for the ride as I take you through my story and bring other guests on that have helped me along the way. So this past week has had a lot of for lack of a better word, attention on me. And all sorts of emotions and feelings have been coming up for me. And the biggest one has been just feeling like I'm an imposter. Like I'm that at any moment, you guys are going to discover that I'm a fraud and that I actually, you know, should not even be doing this podcast. And as the more, you know, reviews and tags and shares of this podcast has gone around, I'm, you know, I just, I just started to feel it more and more. So I thought, you know, I need to do a little bit of research on imposter syndrome because while I've talked a lot about it, you know, I had no idea that there were actually different types of imposter syndrome. And uh, as I was going through this, I'm like, check, check, check. Okay, that's me. That's me. You know, so imposter syndrome actually, you know, there's 70% of people are affected at one point or another by imposter syndrome. And the more that I looked it up, I found out that there's, there's five different subcategories that you can, you know, categorize yourself into. And they are the perfectionist, the superwoman slash man, the natural genius, the soloist, and the expert. So as I went through it, I'm like, okay, where, where do I fit in this? And, and why am I feeling this way? So the perfectionist, is the person that sets these high goals for themselves. And when they fail to reach them, they, you know, experience major self-doubt, worry about measuring up, you know, whether they realize it or not, this, this person can also be like the control freak, right? They, they tend to not want to delegate things out. You know, if they miss the mark on something, they, they tend to say, I'm just not cut out for this. And, uh, this one I definitely related to. And, you know, I, I, I am someone that, you know, I held off. I I have to laugh at the fact that, you know, it took me a year to really get this out. It was because I wanted everything perfect. I wanted to have the right intro music and I want my voice to sound the right way. Not even thinking about the message, of course, it was just all about it being perfect. And one of the things that I read about, you know, to make it better for you and to kind of get over this is you know, to learn to take your mistakes in, in stride, you know, forcing yourself to start projects. You know, I, I had to set a deadline for this, a hard deadline. Otherwise I would have continued to wait. I mean, even until like a week before launch, we had a few issues that, you know, the perfectionist in me would have been like, all right, scrap it. We're not moving on. I need to, I need to pause here and wait until it's perfect. And you know, the sooner this type of person, you know, realizes that it's never going to be perfect and that we need to accept it, the better off, you know, we'll be. Okay. Next is the superwoman slash man. 
And uh, this one I definitely relate to, too. I was hoping that I would just be the perfectionist here. But then when I started to go through some of this imposter syndrome, I'm like, oh, yeah, this one, too. So, hey, these are some of the things to be looking for to see if you are this superwoman slash man. If you're someone that maybe stays later at the office than the rest of your team, you know, even past the point of like when you're done with your complete, your necessary work, or do you get stressed out when you're not working or find downtime completely wasteful? Maybe you've left your hobbies or things that you've done, you know, your passions, let them fall by the wayside all to be sacrificed to work. Or maybe you just feel like you haven't truly earned your title, so you feel pressed to work harder and longer than those around you just to prove your worth. This one was, I completely related to when I first started in my online coaching. You know, my husband had so much experience, like I'm talking like credentials all behind his you know, name. And I was the person that was like, well, I've lost the weight and my experience is here. So I felt like I needed to work a lot more. And all I was looking for was that external, you know, validation. And, and most people that are suffering from this type of imposter syndrome, they really, it's just a false cover up for their insecurities, you know, and that was me completely. I just felt like I needed to work harder so that no one would, you know, quote unquote, find me out. And, um, these type of people, you know, they tend to be addicted to the validation that comes from the working. So it's a really, you know, it's a slippery slope. You want to, you know, one thing to do to kind of switch this is become more attuned to like your internal validation and be able to, you know, nurture your inner confidence. You know, my daily agreement cards, like seeing that I get, I get my value through me, me being aligned to those things and, and keeping my word versus just the things, you know, with our skills. So this was definitely one I'm like, okay, please don't be the next one. So right into the next one is the natural genius. I can't relate to this one, but what, what this person is, they believe that they need, they need to be natural, like naturally smart. And so they judge themselves based on the ease and speed, you know, opposed to their efforts. So if it's hard to get there, they're then like, oh, you know, I can't, they feel a lot of shame from that. And, you know, to some degree, I can see where I would, re you know, I can relate to this because I just assumed that people that were really good at what they did were just naturally that way until I started listening to people like Tom Bilio that talks about how everything is a skill that we can just cultivate and master and get better at. And that if we would just see that it's really, we just need time. We don't need to shame ourselves for failing or anything like this. Now, these types of imposters, you know, they tend to set their internal bar like impossibly high, similar to the perfectionist, but they don't just judge themselves based on ridiculous expectations. They also judge themselves based on getting things right the first try. And when they're not able to, you know, alarms sound off and they're like, you know, I'm going to, I can't do this. So not sure if this applies to you, you know, some of the questions to ask yourself, are you used to excelling without much effort? You know, do you have a track record of getting straight A's or gold stars in everything you do? You know, were you told maybe as a child, you know, frequently that you were the smart one in the family or, you know, maybe your friends kind of just, you know, tag you as that person, you know, do you dislike the idea of having a mentor, you know, because you can just handle things on your own. Um, and when you're faced with a setback, does the confidence tumble because you're not performing well, you know, and do you start to feel that shame? This, you know, then this one, you, you definitely are the natural genius. So 
For those types of people to move past it, they need to see themselves as a work in progress. You know, I think leaning into um, failing, seeing the failing as a learning opportunity and um, see it that it's a lifelong skill building, you know, process. And, you know, I guess I can somewhat relate to this with the podcast is that, you know, as this came out and I listened to so many other podcasts, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't sound like that. And I don't do it like this. And I was completely comparing, not realizing that a lot of these people probably had the same feelings when they first started and probably go back and listen to those first episodes and go, oh my gosh, this was just the beginning. So it's definitely one that I guess now reading more about it and and talking about it out loud, I relate to this one too. Now, while this one might be surprising to some of you that, you know, I relate to so much is the soloist. The soloist is the person that feels as though, you know, asking for help is going to reveal their phoniness. And, um, you know, while it's okay to be independent, that's not the extent of this person. This person doesn't want to, you know, ask for help. They don't need anyone's help. Um, They feel like they need to accomplish things on their own. And again, it just comes from a place of insecurity. This was definitely me in business for so many years and a lesson that I have really learned. And the more that I have been open to asking for help, oh my gosh, the more that I've realized every other person is just like me. So this is one that I'm, I'm thankful that I've come across, I've come over that I've overcome that one. And I've been able to just, you know, ask for the help, but I can see many people can probably resonate with this one. Last, but certainly not least, is the expert. And I, I too relate to this one. I'm like, man, how many of these am I going to relate to? But the expert measures their competence based on what or how much they know or can do. So, And they believe that they're never going to know enough and they fear being exposed as inexperienced or unknowledgeable. This is completely me at times. Like I I think at any moment, someone's going to send me a message and I've said something wrong about this topic, for example, or another one that I've taught on. And um, these type of people tend to shy away from like applying for jobs that they don't meet every single requirement, or maybe they're constantly seeking out trainings or certifications because they think they need that to improve their skills in order to be successful. Um, and then, you know, they shudder, the same person shudders when someone says they are an expert. And this is one, I mean, in my field with my coaching, I, I definitely at times have shuddered at that. And it's all because I've expected myself to be this expert that I know need to know it all. And, you know, the truth is we're just, we're never going to know it all. And one of the things that the expert can do is remind themselves and practice this, you know, just in time learning, knowing that, Hey, you, you know, it's, it's an evolvement. We're going to be always learning and we're never going to be at that place again. I mean, hopefully you learn from now with me. It's, it's really about the journey. There is no end destination. You're constantly be learning. You're going to be learning and growing and, and just realizing that there's no shame in asking for help. You know, I wish years ago I would have asked for more help like I do now because I would be so much further along instead of being so afraid and insecure to even ask those questions. So, you know, to kind of wrap this up, just know that, you know, they say at any given time, over 70% of people have experienced imposter syndrome at some point in their career or life. And, 
you know, you need to, and, and, and we've chalked it up as chance, connections, you know, some other external factor versus just being kind to ourselves and ex- accepting that, you know, we do have capabilities, you know, I do have something to offer on this podcast. So while you might be learning something about imposter syndrome today on this episode, I'm learning a lot about it as well and about myself. And I'm still leaning into this uncomfortable you know, feeling I'm getting, especially over this past week with getting all sorts of attention and, you know, great, you know, commentary, lots of messages from people on how much they love it. And, and then it's like bringing up these feelings of, okay, at any moment, they're going to realize I really know nothing (laughs) and that I'm just, I'm a phony or a fraud. So lean into it. If you've got something that you feel like you're just waiting to be perfect at or waiting to be the expert, or you're afraid to show that you don't know something, you're missing out. I'm telling you, I want to go into this podcast perfectly imperfect versus waiting for the perfect moment. Hey guys, thank you so much for spending your time with me on the Effort Podcast. I'm so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and I would be forever grateful. And if you feel so moved, please leave me an honest review on iTunes. It would really help me on my journey to helping thousands and thousands of people in creating their best self.